Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, if, 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 if I had time enough to tell the whole trip, the whole journey, man, y'all would be sitting up in there going, okay, Steve, are we going to play the show this week? But, man, it's been a, a, a lot of amazing things has, has uh, happened to me over the years. Um, and and not all of them good. It's been some amazingly bad things that have happened too. But I just come on in the morning as a reminder to everybody of 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 the actual goodness of God. That you know, man, that these mistakes that you're making, that these setbacks that you keep having, that these falls that keep occurring in your life that they all are leading you somewhere if you just don't ever give up. That's the key. You can never, ever give up because you don't know how the trip has been laid out for you. You know, if somebody had told me years ago when I had the dream of being on TV and then I thought about being a, one, of, um, one of the best comedians I could be, you know, when, when, I, when I started, if somebody had told me Everything that was going to have to happen in order for me to get there, I would have changed it. I would have. I would have said, okay, well, I ain't going to be that. How about this? See, and and no one can know all of the events of their life ahead of time. You know, it would be so nice, wouldn't it, you know, to prepare for it, see it coming, be aware of the haters, Always knowing when the backstabbing moment is coming in your life. 
always knowing when you're going to get blindsided by the enemy. It would be really great to know that, wouldn't it? Well, that's not how it works. So, since no one knows exactly the challenges and the pitfalls and the detours that's going to beset them, it's, it's, it's imperative that you just don't give up. Because, see, knowing these things, we as human beings, by nature, would choose another route. But it ain't the route God got for you, though. See, the route God got for you, if you if you trying to do the right thing, if you're doing the best you can, if you ain't out here just intentionally just messing over folks, if you using faith, and that's the belief in things that you cannot see, if you have something on the inside of you to keep saying there's got to be more to life than that, then that's that's you. You, my friend, have a great chance here. And if you've ever had that feeling and gave up on it, just get it back. Just ask for it back. Just say, hey, man, I'm getting back to the way I used to be. Because there's a change that's available in your life, but you got to take it. You got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to get it right, but you got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to turn this whole thing around with God's help, but you got to take a shot at it. You. See, this decision is yours. The decision to lay down and give up, that's yours. It ain't it just got too hard for me, life too much. Man, life hard and too much for everybody. What I got to get you to see, my father used to always tell me, he said, son, best lessons in life, the one you'll value and learn the most is a bought lesson. I didn't quite understand that being young, but I sure got it now. Ain't no lesson like a bought lesson, the one you pay for. Those are the ones that hold to you, that stick to you, that, that, that start turning you into who you're going to be. Those are the character builders. See, um, you got to be forged to get to where you want to go in life. See, that's what the challenges and missteps is for. That's what the failing is about. Now, I know you don't like it. I didn't. I know you're not comfortable with it. I wouldn't. I know you wish it was over sooner than later. I always do. I always want it to be over sooner than later because the later, man, it just seems like it's so much I got to go through. But let me tell you something, man. If you can if you can forge your way through it and understand that you are forged in life. I don't know. I was on TBN one time when I was doing one of my motivational uh, speeches and I began to wonder about this experience I had at Ford Motor Company and um my last job after the auto industry started going down, my last job was in the foundry. And my job was to stand at the end almost where the uh, engines first come out of the furnace. See, the engines are poured into a mold, it's hot, melted down metal, whatever they call it, lava, whatever. They pour it into a mold, and it goes into this furnace that's extremely hot. And my job was after the heat was applied to the engine block, it would come through and it, it would go through a hardening stage. But the way it was hardening, they would cool it suddenly. They would flush it with water. It would just blast water on it. But the fire and the high temperature is what made the engine block solidify. It's Because it's got to get real hot, get melted down first. Then it's got to get poured into a mold. Then it's got to be pressure 
hit with water and all of this. And then it, and it's real hot now. It's still hot, even though this water been shot up. But when it comes out the end of the side, there's a lot of flashing in it. And flashing is metal from that to drip through the cast uh, molding on it, just like flecks of extra pieces of metal. My job was to hit this engine block in the front with this huge, heavy rubber mallet, knock all the flashing off the front, and when it came around back, to bam, hit it real hard again on the backside. And that became the core of what the car is. A car without a great engine is nothing. It's just a pretty-looking vehicle over there. But if it can't do what it was made to do because the engine block then crack. So you can have a car look real good, but if it freezes, an engine block crack, you your car, you could it's it's over, man. You gotta get a new block. The block is the core. But in order for you for the car to do what it's gotta do, it's gotta have a strong engine in it. In order for the engine to be strong, it's gotta be forged in steel, come through fire, get poured in a mold, cooled off, heated, knocked around, beat on the front end, beat on the back end, in order for it to be what it's gonna be. The moral of the story, folks, is you got to get forged in fire to be what you gonna be. You got to get beat up. You got to get pressure washed. You got to have heat on you. You got to get melted down. You got to get poured into a mold. That's how you become who you are. So the tough things that you're going through, the difficult challenges and the setbacks. I know a brother who went to prison, man, and and the whole reason he ended up going to prison because he was looking out the window, looking out in the yard at him working out. And then the next thing you know, man, this brother decided that he was going to go out there and work out. Well, guess what? He's one of the top trainers in country today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. This is the funniest morning show in the world when the right people are telling the jokes. (laughs) Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry. And who might that be, Steve? Well. Good morning. (laughs) Carla Pharrell. Hey, what's up, joke tellers? Hello. That, that, doggone junior. Morning, everybody. Morning, huh? Nephew Tommy. That damn Uncle Steve. Top of the morning, baby. What it do? All day. All day. Well, let me start by saying this. Good thing that the Browns lost Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday because if they had won, this was going to be an ugly morning for Houston. Yeah. Oh, Lord. But I will say, though, it was a rough-ass weekend for Houston. (laughs) And you're so happy to say that. No, I'm I'm really not. I'm really not. He texted us Saturday night, Houston fans. Okay, I'm going to read my text. Okay, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Some boy, of it you go. can't say. Yeah. On go ahead. No, 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 I can say this. No, 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 Saturday night. Right. I said, well, I ain't going to say nothing to you two because y'all done probably already cut the game off. (laughs) Oh, that was was, nice. That was all I said. Uh, That was all I had said. All I had said. Then call a type of meme of of Westbrook and uh, Harden clapping and smiling. (laughs) 
Then Tommy just switched the whole that. damn subject. I ain't that. He just went to talk about damn birthday party and stuff. I said, oh, okay. So then I left it alone because I figured it was just too much. And then after the, te- the Texans had and just then. lost Thursday, the Astros lost, and and then the damn Rockets lost. I said, man, let me stop. <laughs> now, I, I did not expect the Browns to beat uh, Baltimore yesterday. That's a little bit too hopeful. And it, was, and it was one of my longtime huh. life friends, Ricardo Proof's birthday, on, okay. on Sunday the 13th. Yeah. And oh, he okay. was uh, hoping that the Browns would beat Baltimore for his birthday gift. And I said, look, man, just be grateful to the Lord that you've lived 64 years. Don't worry about that as a birthday gift. Take That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just go and go to the hard, rack with you, for hard rock with your family. Enjoy yourself. Hey, Carly, tell me. Uncle Steve called me. Yeah. Right when the game was over, I saw my phone. I saw Steve Harvey on my phone. I said, I'm not taking that. He ain't even no. answer his phone. No, don't even pick it up. I'm I wouldn't even pick it up. rotten ass nobody. <laughs> I could take that trash talk right I'm too I wouldn't talk you know, to him. Always answer his damn phone call because he his little ass stay in trouble. So I always answer his phone. Yeah. <laughs> But why are but, you talking so much smack and your team ain't doing a damn thing? Dog, <laughs> no, my team, let's hold up, no, hold up, my team ain't never done a damn thing. <laughs> All right, exactly. listen. See, I don't go up. into these days filled with hope. <laughs> <laughs> you Coming learned. up at 32 minutes after the hour, more uh, of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And uh, ask the CLO coming up, too, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's time now for Steve to help some of our listeners with their love problems with our Ask the CLO situation, uh, that segment. CLO stands for Chief Love Officer, or CLO, as Tommy calls it. So you can submit your your questions at steveharveyfm.com. Are you ready, sir? Absolutely. All right, let's go. This one for the CLO comes from Fredo in Queens. Fredo says... I'm in a roommate situation with my girlfriend. We're both in our mid-60s, and we've mm-hmm. been together 10 years. I'm still very sexually active, but my girlfriend and I haven't had sex in three years. I've had conversations with her about fulfilling my needs. I've told her what she won't do. The next woman will. Uh, that didn't motivate her to change, so I sleep on the couch now. We live in a senior living center in our own apartment, and I've been getting to know one of the other residents. Is that a little too close to home? <laughs> well, well, you know what? what? She, ain't get, she ain't got to go far to find your ass, friend. Uh-uh. <laughs> now, you know, you just across the hall and downstairs. She can come down there. You know, I'm ass whooping still occur in the 60s. <laughs> I've seen a couple of them. Now, they slow, and they're not fun to watch. Because uh-huh. everybody gets hurt when 60-year-old people fight. Oh, man. <laughs> Hamstrings, calf pulls, Charlie horses, you know, and, wow. and hip injuries. Once y'all fall, you've really messed yourself up. So, Fredo... I don't know what you told your girl, and I don't know why you all together in a senior. Why don't you get your own place at the facility? He's yeah, yeah. That could be it. So then he could do his own thing. Yeah, but Fredo. Now, Fredo, Fredo. let me warn you: if you're very familiar with the name Fredo, there's not a happy ending for uh-uh. you. Uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> you on that boat, Godfather. Oh, yeah. On that boat. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we're going to move on to Selena in New York. She says, I'm a 27-year-old single female, and my mom and I keep getting the same, keep meeting the same men. My mom had me when she was 17, and people mistake us for sisters. She's in great physical shape, and she loves wearing my clothes. Two years ago, we were both doing online dating, and we dated the same guy. I found out when he asked me if I had a twin sister. Now it's happened again. I met a 32-year-old man, and he said he had dated a woman that looks just like me, but they broke up after she lied about her age. I couldn't believe it. Should I move to a new city so I can date in peace? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something. Your mama out there pretty wide. Yeah, your mama out there like, well, your mama out there like peanut butter. Now, I ain't in nobody's business. She can do what she want to do because she grown. But obviously, you all have the same taste because you all have the same, probably, makeup. And like all the dudes say, y'all look alike. She didn't kept herself together. She wear your clothes. Now, all I can tell you to do is put a lock on your closet. Try that. <laughs> all right, mama. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, I My mama couldn't date nobody my sister dated. <laughs> Why? No. No. My mama my ain't never looked like my sister. There <laughs> was no confusion. <laughs> Who the mama is here? No, no damn confusion. Ain't nobody not thought that was my mama. Nobody. But you know, you know, sixty is a new thirty. They say, you know, no, it's it's not different. It's just different now. (laughs) No, it's not. Who who keeps making these rules up? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sixty-three. Listen to me. It's not the new (laughs) thirty. That's what they All say. I'm trying to do is not look like I'm 63. Uh-huh. Don't move like mm-hmm. it. Don't dress like it. Mm-hmm. Keep my swag alive. You know, yeah, stay, yeah. Stay, you know, you know, you know, keep my energy up and everything. You know, I move. I stretch a lot. You know, I got yeah. stretchers. Mm-hmm. You know, I move. I do movement. I do mm-hmm. functional training. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I ain't bad. Yeah. I ain't yeah. bad. Yeah, you are young. Uh-huh. You're a young looking 63-year-old. Yeah. Especially uh, young at My heart husband too. says that all the time. He's like, mm-hmm. Steve, you gotta, he looks great. Mm-hmm. Man, what you, what you look like, Shirley? Excuse me? Not, uh, never mind. What happened? Has he lost his entire mind? Yeah. I mean, first of all, you, you oh, never no. ask a woman her age. And no, then you said, no, we're talking so about funny. 60s and looking sick. All right, what are you saying? Okay, you Excuse you? Wrong. Come on. How, no, how no, was no, I supposed don't. to take that? You know what? That's all right. You, no, explain right. yourself. Explain no, you, yourself. You're man enough to say it. You're man enough to say it. Be man enough to explain yourself. What you look no, like, Sharon? You know what? Don't even worry about <laughs> it. Man up. Yeah. You're man enough to make that statement. Go ahead. We want to hear this. That's all right. That's all right. I just. No. No. Go no, ahead. It's not that, it's the not the floor important. is yours. It's not that important. But it is important, though, because it was on your mind. No, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Why well, we got a minute. Man. 
Annie in Orlando says, I just started a new job and everything has been going really well. My boss seems like a really nice guy and I am still training with him. So every day we go out to lunch together because I'm trying to make a good first impression. We're both happily married, so I'm concerned about appearances when we go out together. There is no indication that he's attracted to me nor has ever treated me inappropriately, but my husband doesn't like it. Should I continue going out to lunch with my boss or politely decline? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Politely yeah. decline, you're saying? Yeah, I, absolutely you should. I mean, lady, come on now. But see, you're talking about he's he doesn't seem like he's attracted. Why y'all going to lunch? Hmm. She says she's still in training with him. Training? What? Oh, 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 oh! You ain't learned how to eat yet. No, for her new <laughs> no. job. I guess they talk over business during lunch. No, that's what it sounds that's like. That's a work husband. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That ain't how they so work. So stop going to lunch. Okay. I would that's what if the I was CLO you. Says. Your husband don't like it. Keep on. Coming up next, Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is here with today's national news. Plus, in entertainment news, today is the premiere of the new season of Steve's Facebook TV talk show. Yes, his Facebook talk show. It's called Steve on Watch. Later on, we'll talk about the U.S. Open champion Naomi Osaka's perfect response that girl is to, bad. to a but question about gonna... Black Lives Matter. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. To be so young, you know, she's just, she's so talented. She's so bright. She's so smart, so oh, articulate. Yeah, I, I love her. Uh, we'll talk more about these stories at the top of the hour, but today is Monday, and it's time now for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with today's church complaints. And, uh, oh, Lord, oh, almost mm. nearly had done, had forgotten it. Uh, we are here today to facilitate the uh, compatulation of the choir and membership at the JPJJ. We are. We uh, are ready. The, Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching ching. Hallelujah. Well, I have a complaint. When I say JPJJ, if you're not right there, I'm going to, from now on, move on. But I didn't want to interrupt you. So you you said JPJJ, but you continued on. You didn't leave. Well, I didn't hear you. Well, I was there, but you didn't leave a gap for me to jump in. Oh, oh, plenty gap. (laughs) It's it's just, you know, you were going to delay. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Deacon. What is it? It's always me, ain't it? Always. All right. Uh, Here we go, Pastor. We're going to start this thing off. Brother Reginald Dorsey has been on a uh, cheese diet for the last three weeks. He hasn't gone to the bathroom in two and a half weeks. He's asking the church to purchase him a cleanse to help him go. It's going to... It's going to cost the church at least $800 to clean him out. Yo, Carl. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Why don't you ask Brother Tommy, nephew, Brother Nephew Tommy, he specializes in cleanses here. I'm pretty sure you do if you just think back five minutes ago. Uh, Pretty sure he'll come to mind. 
He specializes in cleansing. Japanese cleanse will last one he took. <laughs> Might want to ask him about that. All right. I keep Get that him in cleaned mind. out. I'll do that. Not a problem at all. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, hold on. Sister. But if, if not, a half a cup of warm castor oil. Half a cup Ew. of warm castor oil. Two tablespoons. Two tablespoons of orange juice. Kick it straight back. Two, uh, half a cup of uh, castor oil. Two tablespoons of orange juice. Uh-huh. And then go on and in there and duct tape it. Now, throw it back like a shot. Gonna take about three, four swallows because it's thick. Nah. But right nah, after that, strap nah. yourself to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that gonna clear everything out, Pastor? I'm just making everything. Everything. All right, let's keep it moving here now. Uh, Sister Bernadette Valentine is our church member that is a Republican, as you know, Pastor. She's asking that we throw Trump a rally here at the church. Of course, we had six fights in the back of the church concerning this issue. She wants you uh, to okay the rally. Uh, your call, though, Pastor. Right. We, we can have a rally, but the ass whoopers will continue. <laughs> you know Pastor. What? <laughs> so rally... I'm gonna call it. Oh, huh? <laughs> we listening? Back. Say what Go now? Ahead. I'm gonna call it Ray Owl. Uh uh. Ray, Ray Owl. What's that? Ray Owl. Oh, uh, that's Ray rally Al. at your own risk. Mm 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 mm. Okay. Go ahead. Ray Owl. Ray Owl. Rally at your own risk. Got it. Got that. I will pass on the information to Sister Bernadette Valentine. Uh huh. Uh, the congregation is asking if you would stop your badass uh, grandbabies from walking in the screen during service. It is, it was cute oh, the first time, oh, but now it has gotten old. Can you oh, fix this, see, Pastor? Oh, see, now the church trying to mess around and get closed. <laughs> uh, uh, the grandbabies will continue to make appearances on all Zoom calls uh. if they want to. Uh, and you tell, I know this has come from uh, Brother Peterson and Sister Ferguson. So tell them that they would, they jealous because the grandkids is cute. Now, they're glad little grandkids come across oh. the screen. No, no. No, you know, they had an ugly-ass grandbaby. They come across the Zoom screen and cameras start going off. You're not going to stop no cute babies from coming on camera. You tell Ferguson and Sister Patterson, that the cute kids is welcome on the Zoom. Is her ugly ass grandkids can't come on the Zoom no more. No, 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 Sister Carla. Straighten <laughs> <laughs> all this here. Do you remember your grandbabies passing by the screen? This I do remember them. They're cute as hell. Uh, to, to you, though, Pastor. To no, you. no, they cute as hell. I'm, everybody said they was cute. Sister Ferguson, Bert Jenkins, kids passed by, and everybody said, all oh, hell. See, that's a big difference. Cute as hell, all hell. <laughs> oh, okay. If you say so, Pastor. If you say so. Mm-hmm. 
we going to keep this uh, uh, moving right along. Now, yeah, Pastor, as I need you to should. Uh, okay. <laughs> Pastor, I, I, you know what? I think you get upset with me, but I am the one that just brings you the complaint. You bring the, the, what they say in the, the Godfather messenger. movie. The one what? that brings it to you, get his ass too. Oh, okay. huh. the messenger, Leone. That, that's yeah. what it is, Godfather. That's what it is. Uh-huh. If you bring the fish and unwrap it, you must have known it was a fish in there. <laughs> huh. You better know your movies. You don't want to be an actor. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, actors and movies, Pastor, I. Here's the situation. The men in black say that we have an alien in our congregation. Pastor, they don't know uh, who it is yet. Do you have a clue on who this might be? That's uh, Brother Pettigrew's son. Uh, he was born with a water head. He was born with a water head. He just looks like an alien, but he's he's all right. We painted it like a helmet. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> It's really his actual head. What? And they were born in D.C. and we put the Washington Redskins helmet on him, and not not they didn't outlawed the helmet, but you we done tattooed the, the little Indian and a feather on the boy. All right, uh, we got. So go. he gonna always wear the Washington Redskins helmet, but that ain't really a helmet. That's his head. We just put Thank the logo you. on the side. <laughs> Pastor and Deacon, uh, so coming fun. up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, today, September 14th, starts a brand new season of Steve's Facebook TV show. It's called Brand. Steve on Watch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations to you again, Steve. Uh, so, yeah, season two, right? So, Steve, yeah. you did an interview with Entertainment Tonight's host, Kevin Frazier, about the new season of Steve on Watch. Now, this time around, you're taping it from your home. Take a listen. His new show was in the middle of its first season when COVID hit. Now he's shooting season two from his house in Atlanta. Are you going to get sick of them folks after a while? Are you going to be like, get out of nah. my house? Hey, man, you don't understand. I'm so happy to see these people. <laughs> hey, dog, I've been in quarantine since March. Safety is a priority. Steve, his on-site staff, and crew all get weekly COVID tests. What part of your house are we in? Well, this is the downstairs. The wall that you're on right now actually mm-hmm. is the studio wall. Mm-hmm. And then when I pick one of the studio members to talk to, it shows up in your camera where you are. And then around the corner is cigar lounge, golf room, putting. I saw, hold on, I saw that on your social media that you had the indoor little chipping putting range. Is that right? You have a little golf, indoor golf area? Yeah, just a little one. Shout out to Kevin Frazier. So how was it, Steve, taping from your home and everything? How was what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was oh, that was oh rich ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was it was it was like really cool. I th- I think the way they got it set up, because we used a uh, viral audience, you know, so we had like fifty oh. audience members up on screen zooming from their house, oh, from Canada, all across the United States. You know, so you like so you like the NBA then? You like the NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's it, Carla. We was in the bubble, so it's like doing (laughs) it in the bubble. You know, but I'm gonna tell you what I am getting tired of these damn COVID tests. 
And here's what I learned about the COVID test. See, the COVID testing is a new science, right? Because it just started this year. Everybody don't know two people do the COVID test the same. What do you mean? mean, Listen, I've taken I've taken at least sixteen COVID tests. Uh Okay. At least sixteen. Because I I gotta take two a week for Facebook Mm. and I gotta take two a week for Family Family Feud. Gotcha. Okay, but before okay, okay. I go to Facebook on that Thursday, they come over and they take it. So I take three in one week sometimes, sometimes four in a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I don't like it, man. I'm just going to be honest with you because no two people do it the same. Mm-hmm. I had this one dude, he does one nostril, sticks it all the way up in there, holds it for 10 seconds, then scrubs around three and pull it out. Then some people, it's five seconds each nostril, and and they go just and some people just go too far. I don't like it, man. They need man. to get some consistent testing route. Like it ought to be a weight limit. Like if your ass is a big person, you you oh. can't handle the stick in the nose. You can't do it because you're heavy handed. Oh, you don't want them testing. Yeah, if no. you're a big ass dude, you you can't do it. Women should just do the COVID test. Dudes ain't sensitive enough. You got a big nose, oh, though, yeah. dog. Your nostril, your nostril wow. probably pretty Here we deep. go. Here we go. Here we go. probably pretty right deep, though, dog. You don't... Oh, oh I mean, how deep is your nose, though? It's not well, about the tester, you know. Tommy. It's not. No, it's about dude, you. Your, that thing need to be longer for you. Okay, man, can I ask you a question? Did you get tested for uh, Ready for Love? Mm-mm, every sorry. four days. Okay. We don't have do time. They have, do they use a real short <laughs> stick when they do yours? <laughs> <laughs> time now, Steve, for the latest headlines. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> okay, and good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp. Well, no laughing matter to the folks in the Gulf area. Tropical Storm Sally is expected to make landfall on the Gulf Coast this week as a hurricane. New Orleans Mayor Latoya Cantrell says hurricane and storm surge watches have already been issued. We cannot, again, afford to take this lightly. We are still, again, uh, watching the weather patterns uh, every single hour and minute as we prepare ourselves. The uh, governor of Mississippi has declared a state of emergency. Hurricane Laura, you may remember, hit southwest Louisiana late last month as a Category 4 storm. And more than 12,000 evacuees from that are still sheltered in New Orleans hotels. They still haven't gone home. Wildfires across the state of Oregon have scorched more than 1,400 square miles and remain largely uncontained. More than 50 people are reported missing. Meanwhile, crews in California continue to battle dozens of blazes there that have burned up nearly 5,000 square miles. At least 30 people have lost their lives and more than 4,700 structures have either been damaged or completely destroyed in California. Two Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies still fighting for their lives this morning. Uh, They were in critical condition now. They're said to be unstable, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're out of the woods. Law enforcement officials say they were ambushed. Two were shot at point-blank range Saturday night in Compton. In surveillance video, the shooter walks up to the passenger side of the police vehicle and just opens fire. The gunman then runs away. Last Thursday in Compton, authorities say that another officer-involved shooting took place in this one. Agents from the sheriff's office shot and killed a man who they said fired on them as they tried to serve a search warrant. According to a document obtained by the Washington Post, the Trump administration has issued a memo ordering federal agencies to stop conducting racial sensitivity classes. The Trump White House labels such training as, quote, un-American divisive propaganda. 
At the same time, a report from the Department of Homeland Security is saying that white supremacists present the gravest terror threat to the United States. According to Politico, even though there were two subsequent memo rewrites of this, it says all three drafts contain the same sentence, and here it is. Among domestic violent extremists, we judge white supremacists will remain the most persistent and lethal threat to the ho- in the homeland through 2021, unquote. Not one of the drafts, by the way, from the Department of Homeland Security referred to any threat from Antifa, the left-leaning agitators uh, that uh, Trump talks about all the time. Finally, though, today is National Be Quiet Day. Shut up! Shut up! Calm down, Arnold. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We got to say congratulations to 20-year-old Naomi Osaka. She's the winner. That girl right yes, there. Of the U.S. Woo-hoo! Open and her third, count them, three, one, two, three, Grand Slam title. Take a listen to Naomi's perfect response to a question about her wearing her Black Lives Matter mask after winning the U.S. Open. You said from the beginning you had seven matches, seven masks, seven names. What was the message you wanted to send, Naomi? Um, well, what was the message that you got was more the question. I feel like the point is to make people start talking. What were you most gratified about the awareness that you raised? Um, I mean, for me, I've, I've been inside of the bubble, so I'm not really sure what's really going on in the outside world. All I can tell is what's going on on social media. And for me, I feel like, you know, the more retweets it gets, or that's so lame, but, you know, the more people talk about it. Wow. Mm-hmm. She said, what was the message yeah. you got? What, what you, you got, got? yeah. On, yeah. On me. <laughs> and, oh. and he didn't oh. answer it. <laughs> no. You check yeah. that, no. right? No. Yeah. What message did you get? Okay. Yeah, because, I love it. Because, see, see, you want to be a reporter, so you want to be neutral, but mm-hmm. you want everybody to be expli- have to explain what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just real simple. Black Lives Matter, say her name. Mm-hmm. It's just right. real simple. Yeah. We want you to get the point that Black Lives Matter. Uh, what's disturbing, though, mm-hmm. is this president oh, yeah. is on a recording saying to someone who asked him about racism, he said, oh, so you drinking the racism Kool-Aid, Oh, too. Bob Woodward. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I mean, uh, Trump you know, was speaking to Bob Woodward, yeah. And, you know, man, that's really Journalist disheartening because here's, here's a real problem with racism in this yeah. country. Mm-hmm. For those who are in positions or just in life general, or just on your job, who claims that racism doesn't exist, if that's your thought about racism doesn't exist, then there's nothing for you to address. There's no problem to solve. And that right there is the ridiculousness of it all. And that's Mm -hmm. why we've got to keep bringing it up and keep bringing up the awareness so people get it. And this November, we've got to get to the polls so Mm -hmm. he gets it. So uh-huh. yeah, man. True. Yeah, yeah Trump. Yeah. We drinking. You the, gotta go. Yeah, got we to drinking go. the Kool Aid, and we're gonna give you a glass of it on the fourth. And you yeah. can't handle our Kool Aid. You, no. you no. trust me, you can't handle all this sugar finna be in here. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> on, on a lighter note, Junior. Uh, I know the Texans lost and the Rockets lost, but ain't no Naomi. Ain't she from Houston? I I, I think she's uh-huh. from Houston. Ain't she? Uh, yes. Sir. 
Well, y'all trying everything, ain't you? <laughs> Just reaching. We, we, we need some pants. Yeah, we can't take this all morning. And so oh. is Beyonce since we're doing it. <laughs> we can't take this all day. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, the versus battle, Patty versus Gladys. We're going to talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Carla, with today's music news. We're talking about the versus battle, Patty versus Gladys. Oh, Lord. Okay, so did y'all see it? Yes. Did y'all see yes. it? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. They look the queens. Good. They good. Yeah. Okay, the queens last night. I mean, I'm talking about everybody checked in. We all checked in. Jill Scott, Buster Rhymes, Erica Campbell, Brandy, Jennifer Hudson, Mariah, Lorenz Tay, Lettucey, Monica, Forever First Lady, Michelle Obama, Ludacris, uh-huh. Queen Latifah, Jennifer Lopez, Carrie Washington, Missy Elliott, Fred Hammond, everybody they checked paid in. tribute. Come yeah. on. To the queen. Come on. Mm-hmm. To the queen. Because Steve. they know. They know. Mm-hmm. You can only hope that God allows you to exist in this business at the level that them two sisters has done it. Yes, sir. You just, yes, sir. you can't have those. These two women were 76 years old. Did you see how they look at, damn the singing. Did you see how they look sitting up there? Yeah. Yes. Like some crack, baby. That's yes. what happened when you know God. That's what happens when you stay drug free. That's mm. what happens, man, when you eating better. That's what happens, man, when you enjoy what you do. That's, That's what it. happens when you ain't out here trying to do harm to everybody. Haters don't never live that long and look that good. You ever notice that? Yeah. Haters <laughs> always look toe up. There's something wrong. Bitter. They look oh, bad. You don't have to worry about them. My damn Aunt Agnes. That. Okay, anyway, back to Patty and Gladys. They talked about cooking, recipes, pot roasts. Patty kicked off her shoes. Patty you know LaBelle she was Steve. Do that. She said she still had a flip phone. She still used to have an iPhone, flip phone. Did she say that? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I mean, the queens, it was just, it was not even a battle. It was two legacy, two legends. That's right. Singing and having a good time, Steve. I just, y'all, it was just. um, It was magical. And you know what the cool thing about it was? It was epic. They were sisters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what that's what it is. That's, that's what I, I like. Monica and uh, Brandy, they were sisters, you know. Mm-hmm. Jill, and Erica, Jill and Erica, they were sisters. Yeah. That's, see, that's how we really are. We're not basketball wives and ladder house wives. That ain't, that, that ain't who black women are. No, yeah, you're black about women. The, the beef and, and, and right. Gladys oh, yeah. said, yeah. she said to Brandy and Monica last night to fix what's going on. Gladys said that. Y'all need to fix whatever it is that's going on. So because yes. y'all going to be in this game for a long time. Beefing, where did that come from? You ain't got time for that. No. At one point no. in time, man, living your life to the fullest depends on how you treat other people. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Man, we got to squash all these beefs, man. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. this ain't got nothing to do with it. I was watching this thing this weekend on Snoop. How Master P saved his life. Yep. Because oh, yeah. he was going to yeah, do yeah. a big story. He was going to do an album about F. Death Row. Mm-hmm. And Master P pulled him to the side and said, hey, man, what you want to do that for? The No Limit right. Chronicles. Yeah. Yep, uh-huh. I saw right. that. No. That was good. Really? What, that was good. what you want to do that for? And Snoop mm-hmm. sat down, man, and went, what? No, this how we roll. No, man. You got to get out and let that go. 
Yeah. Master P set Snoop down and talked yeah. some sense into him and got him on track and let him make some money and stuff. Yeah. You know, this, right. you, that's, that's what this should be about, man. This should be about all of us mending fences. Yes, all sir. of us. If you got ill or any art against your brother, man, at least sit down, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep, try to. Forgiveness. Yep. I mean, man, what what is it really worth? You know, I ain't, whatever you done said about me, man, I'm willing to let it go if you let it go. You know, if right. I'd have done something to you, just come to me, man. Bring it to me. Right. Ooh, Lord, yeah. pray for man. me. Yeah, yeah you, you, need you, to, a, you a long way off. You need to get that. Yeah, he <laughs> never <laughs> lets anything go, does Petty he? Petty right. grudge holder. <laughs> I think he was talking directly to you, Tommy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> saw the signs, you read between the lines, yeah, Junior. Like, Man, let it go. Do the right <laughs> thing. Message. <laughs> well, Patty congratulations and Gladys. to Patty Thank and Gladys. You. Our yeah. queen. Queen. Oh, they was both winners to me, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Steve. Nephew Tommy's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my boyfriend's son is creeping me out. Mm. (laughs) This letter creeps me out. I'm just going to tell you that. (laughs) We'll get into it in a minute. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Shirley, I got to say this before I introduce the prank. It is September the 14th. My baby girl. Sydney Ann Miles is 16 years old today. Aww. Oh my God. I want to say happy birthday, birthday <laughs> to my Sweet baby 16. girl. Yeah. You are daddy's heart, baby. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, here it is. This one right here is the NBA party. NBA <laughs> party. I'm going to call it party, call it NBA party. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm looking for Brad. Yeah. Hey, Brad, how you doing? This Poncho, man. I'm, I'm one of Marcus's boys. How you doing, man? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I talked to Marcus, man. He was telling me about, you know, the, uh, the playoff party, man, for, for, for Sunday, man. So uh, he told me if it was cool that I would come through, man. I just wanted to call and, and holler at you, see if I, could, if I need to bring anything, uh, uh, food or some drinks or whatever, you know? You took you friends with Marcus? Yeah, yeah. This is Poncho, man. I'm friends with Marcus. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, well, um, no, nah, you're either great, unless, of course, you know, you, you're drinking something special. But, uh, yeah, it's just going to be me, Marcus, and, uh, you know, a couple other boys going to be here. And, uh, you know, whatever you want to bring, it's going to be YLB. So, yeah, that's cool. Okay, okay, okay. What time y'all starting, man? He, he told me, like, around 1? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be here all day. But, you know, yeah, come on through about 1, one 2 o'clock, you know, just before the game gets started. We'll have a, you know, got the flat screen going, everything's going to be laid out. So, uh, yeah, just come on through whenever you come through. All right, just remember, man, Poncho, all right? I'll be there. Poncho, got it. All right, cool. All right, peace. Hello? Hey, hey, Brad? Yo. Hey, Poncho again, man. Listen, r- real quick. How much How much food and, 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 and liquor do you have? Uh, I, I think we got enough for for Sunday. What, why, what you got going on? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got like three boys going to ride with me, man. I just want to make sure you got enough over there. Okay, who is this again? This Poncho. You know, we talked about 30 minutes ago. This Poncho. Uh, uh, Mark, Mark, Marcus' friend. Right, right, okay. Right, right. Uh, right, right. I mean, I called you about 30 minutes ago, told you Marcus told me it was yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Phone me ringing back and forth. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, 
I guess it's all right, but, you know, we ain't trying to overload the joint, man. Just, you know, I know Marcus, and if you're a friend of his, then, then that's cool. You can come yeah, through. Yeah, it, ain't, man. It, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't but three guys, man. It ain't but three guys coming with me, man. They they they, they real cool, man. We'll, 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 we'll bring something to put on your pit or whatever, you know? It'll, it'll be good. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's cool, man, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, come on through, man.
That's no, what you got my, to my boy gave me this. My, no, no, leave, leave Simone out of this, man. No, you can't tell me right now. You know, I'm about to get up this phone with you right now. I'm going to call her. Matter of fact, I ain't going to call her at all. Don't, don't tell her you my wife. Just bring her to the party. I got a guest list for your I got a 380. I got a Smith. I got a Wesson. I got a size 14 Timber to go right up your So you just come on over to this party. Oh, oh, okay, hey, man. Hey, man, listen. Listen. My boy, my boy gave me your number, man. So I don't know so, who my boy is. Marcus said he don't know you. Marcus don't know me, but guess who else knows me though that you don't know? Well, say something. <laughs> hey, Brad, this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Marcus got me to prank phone call you. What? <laughs> I don't give a. <laughs> this is so. I'm going to get off y'all in here. <laughs> hey, Brad, what was you going to do with the party, man? Look at here, man. Uh, <laughs> it was about to be a can of whoop for this. <laughs> hey, man, let me ask you something. What's the baddest radio show in the land? It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, you're wrong. <laughs> That's what wrong, that nephew man. do. <laughs> man, I mean, so for real. Ooh, he's so close. Yeah. You finna bring my wife to this party? <laughs> just bringing everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro, he's just steady, just adding people. Hey, man, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to just go and bring this girl. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good, because she ain't going to eat a lot of food. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, man, when I bring her over, man, just want to, you know, you know, she married, so just want to say. Walk light. Walk light on that, partner. That's all. Her name's Simone, man. We good. We good, man. Hey man, leave Simone out of this. I said, this dude right here. <laughs> what are the odds? Talk. Leave Simone out of this. Partner, she's so far up in this hill mess. Yeah. He <laughs> too. Uh, it's a way to do it, baby. That's it. That's pranking from the left side of the brain. That's what the nephew do. I mm. prank, I prank, I prank. Mm. It might stink sometime, but the pranking is good though. You understand? All right. uh, Thank you, nephew. Good luck. I hope you don't get your butt whooped. All right. uh, Strawberry Letter coming up next. The subject, my boyfriend's son is creeping me out. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's down to 50 now. 50 days until November 3rd, okay? That's scary, sure. Go right now. I know it is. Go right now to get registered to vote at vote.org. This is so very serious right now. 50 days left. You can get your dates as to when you can early vote in your state. We say it every single day on this show. That's what we want you to do. Early vote. Early vote. All right? Oh Lord! Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We gotta get prepared. You fifty days. You gotta get prepared. Yeah, man. This is this is for real right here. This is it. <laughs> I think I th- I have a feeling that there's gonna be a huge turnout in this election. Mm-hmm. And that's always a good sign. Yeah, and I think it's it's gonna be a lot of people who are disappointed in the direction of the country. And that's that's what I really think will happen. And I'm just and I'm just hoping that it ends this four year reign of terror that we've been under and we can start a new chapter 
and just and just try to get it right. At least stop the in global embarrassment that we've suffered under this administration because it's been a global embarrassment. He said over the weekend, and I wish I had this story. I read it. He says he he wants his he it was at a rally. He said he wants his fan base to get out and, and vote, and because Joe Biden accused him of. Um, Joe Biden, oh man, I wish I had this right. Joe Biden accused him of, uh, oh, of of calling the uh, war veterans losers and stuff. And, and, yeah, and suckers. Suckers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, now I'm really going to get vicious. Oh, wow. And he said that at his rally. And the yeah. crowd went crazy. Oh my gosh. That's and- what's so deep about this dude here. Man. Wow. Mm. All right. Uh, Vote. Mr. Petty, Petty This Betty. is the president talking about, now yeah. I'm really going to get vicious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, at the debate, yeah. you, you're going to get surprised. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, again, go to vote.org. 50 days left, people. This is serious now. All right. We're going to switch gears here because it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting and more please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter who knows we could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one right here right now buckle up and hold on tight we got it for you here it is the strawberry letter subject my boyfriend's son is creeping me out Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 35-year-old woman, and I'm at a loss for words when it comes to my new boyfriend's four-year-old son. I've been with my boyfriend for six months, and he felt it was time for me to meet his four-year-old son. He's told me that I am the first woman he's been serious about in years, and he can see me as his wife someday. So I met his four-year-old son, and he's a bit weird. He looked me up and down and said hello. Then he stared at my breasts for a long time. My boyfriend noticed and chuckled, then told his son to go play. The little boy went to the kitchen table where he had been drawing pictures. He came over to me and he said he drew me a picture. He drew a picture of me with his daddy and I had huge boobs, a huge behind, and a big head. I'm a curvy woman, so I can see how that might stand out to him. But I didn't like it. My boyfriend didn't think it was a big deal at all. He said the boy was just being honest with what he saw, and small kids don't have a filter. The next time I was over at my boyfriend's home, the boy just sat and stared at me, and he barely answered when I talked to him, and I told my boyfriend he was creeping me out. I put him to bed later that night, and he said goodnight, and he was going to dream about me. What the holy heck is going on here? While my boyfriend is glad his son likes me, I'm so worried that something's not right with the kid. Since then, he's drawn more pictures of me, and he even drew a picture of me without a head. My boyfriend is still saying it's not a problem. I was using the bathroom, and this kid was sitting outside the door when I came out. Is this how kids show they like you, or is this kid just a little creep? Please help. Well, you know, I I think this is creepy, and I think it's creepy because you're making it so. Um, I mean, we're talking about a four-year-old baby here. It it, it sounds like the little boy is just smitten with you. 
Uh, he doesn't really know how to act. He's just four, so he doesn't know how to quite process his feelings or, or just how to deal with what's going on. I mean, maybe he's seen, never seen a woman that looks like you before. Uh, and, and I definitely mean that in a good way. You said you were curvy and everything. So, you know, I, I think it's a situation where you and the dad are adults. You need to act like adults, I think, and just, you know, find out what's going on in his four, little, little four-year-old head. I mean, he's, his mind is young. I think make him feel safe and comfortable enough that, and I'm sure he'll, he'll talk to you about a whole lot of stuff that's going on like you know like a lot of four-year-olds do when you sit down and have a conversation with them um I, I think you might find out it's perfectly innocent and and maybe you look like a superhero to him or something i, I just say don't make something cre creepy and crazy where it shouldn't be i mean he's four he's just a four-year-old kid you know I, I would say what's wrong with you in this instance steve yeah i mean <sighs> I don't have much to add, but when I come back, I will add what I do have to add. <laughs> uh, and lady, just just hang on, because here I come with what I think is happening. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject for the strawberry letter today, my boyfriend's son is creeping me out. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. My boyfriend's son is creeping me out. Well, let me just help start by saying I think Shirley's 100% correct here. I don't think there's anything to worry about at all. First of all, it's obvious that you don't have any children. Mm -hmm. So because, you know, you, you would have some idea of how kids can be at times. But you've been with your boyfriend. He felt it's time for me to meet his four-year-old son. Now, this is the first woman he's been serious about in years, and he could see me as his wife Sunday. So he takes you to meet his four-year-old son. And he was weird. He looked you up and down and said hello. Then he stared at your breast for a long time. His daddy ain't got no breasts. He ain't had no women over at the house in a while. Nobody's serious. Nobody the man wants to introduce him to. This is new to him. You do not know the relationship he has with his mother. You didn't mention if his mother's in his life, active as the man has full custody. You don't know. But obviously, you are brand new to this boy. Now, he looked at you, stared at you, looked you up and down, staring at your breast for a long time. Then your boyfriend kind of noticed and told, told his son, go play. Well, little boy go back in the kitchen, started drawing a picture. Then he came up to you and said he drew me a picture. He four. I got something for you. He drew a picture of me and his daddy, and I had huge boobs, a huge behind, and a big head. Okay, damn the head. Ain't you got big boobs? Right. You said I'm a curvy woman, <laughs> so I can see that. how that might stand out to him. Might. <laughs> what did you have on in this boy's face? Cleavage. Something tight, and your breast was up there. Now, he noticed him. He just a boy. He don't know. I've been looking at women's breasts ever since I can remember. I was five in love with my Sunday school teacher. Boy, she wore some fishnets to church one Sunday. I was okay. sitting on the table with her legs crossed, teaching the, uh, sitting there with her legs crossed, teaching the, uh, going? 
<laughs> teaching us about Jesus, and I didn't uh-huh. hear nothing Amen. about Jesus that day. <laughs> nothing. All right. Are you sure it's going? Oh, well, I'm just telling you. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So but now you weren't four. This baby's four. I was six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Close. No, that is just ain't nothing wrong. He drawing pictures. Shirley said it right. He doesn't know how to express his feelings. I'm going to draw this picture. Hear you, you like it? Because I damn sure do. <laughs> now, your boyfriend didn't think it was a big deal at all. He said the boy was just being honest with what he saw. Kids don't have a filter. Well, next time you're over at your house, the boy just sat and stared at me. He barely answered when I talked to him. The boy is enamored with you. You are new. You are new. I told my boyfriend he was creeping me out. I put him to bed later that night. He said good night, and he was going to dream about me. That's a little boy. He don't know what to say. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to dream about you. You going to be my new mama? What the holy heck is going on here? While my boyfriend is glad, his, and his son does like you. If he didn't like you, you get on the other side of this thing, and then you really have something to worry about. I'm so worried that something's not right with this kid. Everything's fine with this. He's a boy. He's a boy, and he don't know how to deal with what he's looking at. You won't look like nobody else has been over there. Obviously, don't look like his mama, and you definitely don't look like his daddy. Now, since then, he's drawn more pictures of me, and he even drew a picture of me without a head. Because that ain't what he see. <laughs> He can't get your head right, no way. But he bet he had that big booty and them big boobs on that picture, though, didn't he? But the first time was a big old head, though, Steve. Right. He just he just thought he'd throw that on there. But then he said, no, I didn't capture that right. Just let me draw what I know how to draw. <laughs> He's four. That, that's what I'm saying. My boyfriend yeah. is still saying it's not a problem. I was using the bathroom, and this kid was sitting outside the door when I came out. What you doing in there? I'm going to wait on you to come out. He likes you. Mm-hmm. What you should do is sit down and act like a mother to him. If you really want to have a relationship with this man, that this enamorment will pass. But you've got to, you know, show him how to dress, help him with his schoolwork, talk to him about stuff that mothers do. He's probably missing that, and he don't want you to go away. Is this how kids show they like you? Yes. Or is this kid a little creep? Not at all. He's wow. a four-year-old boy. This is a boy. This little dude, he ain't, listen to me. He not aroused or nothing like that at four. He just liked the woman that's at the house. Please help. Now, Shirley said, you got to grow up in this situation. It ain't the, I don't even see why you're reading. You're reading too much into this. You're reading big boobs, big booty. He looking at me. He don't see my head. A lot of men don't see your head. <laughs> now, that's different. You tripping. It's a little boy, man. He ain't made no move on you. He ain't even got no move to He's make. a baby. He's four. Mm-hmm. Boy, if you could see my little grandson at this party, mm-hmm. at this eight-year-old Latin girl was dancing at this party. He was four when he saw this girl. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. That's my grandson. FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior. Oh, right today. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, he doesn't want to do it, but he's got to. Junior is here with Sports Talk. Take it away, Junior. Junior! Why would you do this today, Shirley? Well, Sports uh, Talk. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, well, King LeBron James and the LA Lakers beat James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Uh, the Houston Rockets are now officially out the playoff and are on vacation. What? <laughs> yeah, see? Wait a minute, hold up, Junior. It would have Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They we, out? We, yeah, we out. We're out. Uh, and we got more. Oh, problems. the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Stop. You know it's the playoffs. You know they you are text the playoffs. Us. Stop. Dog. Yeah, you call First me. round again? And then on top of that, as soon as they lost, uh, head coach Mike Dead Tony resigned. <laughs> he quit. What? Hold up, Junior. Junior, That's he resigned. A big story. He resigned. Yes. Yep. He resigned well, right after the loss. No, no, he resigned. But we didn't want him no way. But he, he resigned. <laughs> so he quit he before he got fired, is what you Yeah, say. he quit. It's, it's not him. The GM won't, won't, look, he played with the best team he could. That small ball was winning for a while, but it can't win a championship. It always win in the regular season. It'll never win in the playoffs. Because mm. they know, and the, the D what? ain't out there. Why the are you listening ball? to somebody junior that wasn't even in the playoffs? Why are you listening to him? Oh, wait, 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 LeBron is. I See, told you. Who I, I told him. He represented Cleveland. Hold up, partner. Hold up, partner. That's partner. why you don't oh, want to do it, He won the title for Cleveland in 2016. I told you when the playoffs started who I was for. I've always said my favorite player is Russell uh, Westbrook. I've always said that. He's not winning no damn title, though. <laughs> now, okay. my man's still in it. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And y'all's ain't. <laughs> no, they not. They are not in it. No, and I, that's why I didn't want to do this. I and see, the part that's something. crushing uh-huh. to y'all is y'all keep see y'all won't do like me. I know that the Browns wasn't gonna beat Baltimore yesterday. I know that really? y'all going to every game thinking your ass gonna win. That's your damn problem. What? You got we, all this hope. To, title. We not supposed to. We supposed to win. Than the Browns. We we both both the one Texans time. lost. One, we both zero and one. Zero and one we is zero and one. We lost to the Super We lost to the Northeast champs, man. We lost to Baltimore. Wow. Damn. Zero and one is zero and one. You want to have I'm a not, better zero and one? Gonna, I'm not gonna cry with you, Steve. I'm not gonna cry with you. <laughs> no, no, you crying by yourself. <laughs> Houston out. Texans is out and the Astros lost. <laughs> 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 what your face say? What your face say? It was a bad week, okay? It was a bad week. All right. Yeah. Let's go, man. Sorry Let's to go, do man. that to you, Junior. We got to go. go. Yeah, coming up. I know. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We all saw this horrific video on social media over the weekend of the Clayton County Sheriff repeatedly punching a black man. His name is Roderick Walker. After a traffic stop, um, well, he's been fired. Uh, The victim, Roderick Walker, was, yeah, that is really good, Carl, you're right, was with his girlfriend and one of his children as the incident unfolded. I mean, the deputy was fired for using excessive force. Here we go again. Here we go again. Mm. <sighs> but, okay, but sure, now, you say he fired, but nothing else happens to him at all? 
Well, I mean, right that's now. usually the first step. You know, it just happened. So well, that's the first firing step. is all you going to get for mm. for uh, for whooping a person's ass. That's all you get. Most, most of them don't even get fired for killings. Right. So that, that's about <laughs> most can happen to you. You yeah. lose your job for sucker punching him like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a traffic stop? Yeah, it was a traffic it was stop. A, it, it's so weird with this story about the traffic stop because first they said that it was a ride share and Lyft was involved, but Lyft is tweeting they weren't involved. They weren't. Uh-huh. He was the passenger. He was not oh, driving. Oh. Yeah, no, he wasn't driving. He wasn't driving. No, so it's still more to this, you know, as the yeah, details. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just don't understand what was okay, going on that made you. Okay, two police officers laying on top of the guy. That right there, that weight alone is enough. But yeah, all they kept I kept trying saying to was, him. he, right, and he was mm-hmm. struggling with the officers, but the excessive punching in the face. Yeah. Then when the, when the guy doing the film said, that's it, that's your ass. Uh-huh. Did the police officer going to turn to him and say, he bit me? Right, because when they got up, the man's face was all bloody. Remember his nose? was yes. He was bleeding yeah. from his nose and everything. It was just a horrible, Dog, he did, horrible he pushed, thing to see. He pushed his face in the ground. And I mean, he was sucker punching this dude, man. Yeah. And this it was, was a big-ass cop. Yeah. 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 His but kid was screaming, Daddy. Down, yeah. It was horrible. But they That's acted sad, like man. they didn't hear him. They, I, I mean, they go into... What what happens to them? They go so, that's right, Shirley. They you go know, somewhere else. Yeah, they it's leave. like what happens to them when they have they black out. They almost killed this person. They didn't have to do that. It's like de-escalation is all should always be the key, but it never is. It just goes worse and worse and worse. It gets worse and worse See, and worse. Because but, there is no mandatory sentencing yeah. of police officers. What we the mistake we've made with the police is that we've given them a badge to operate as judge, jury, and execution. Yeah. And mm. until we take away that power, they're gonna keep exerting it. Because it only you only gotta go to police academy for twenty two weeks. And I'll yeah. say it again. It you can become a police officer faster than you can become a barber. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. License That's true, to kill, license yeah. to carry a, we- a yeah. deadly weapon, yeah. Now, you Which can mace, horrible. tase, and kill people after 22 weeks, but you better not mess nobody's head up at damn barbershop. <laughs> you I already mean, uh, you uh, understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now, if, yeah. until we get some type of laws in place that require that require consequences mm-hmm. of police mm-hmm. officers who mm-hmm. perform these deadly acts and unfair acts against people, black, white, yellow, brown, mm-hmm. that we pay to uphold the law, they should be held to the same law they are paid to uphold. And until we get some sentencing mandatory for these police officers, this is going to continue to happen. Yeah, that deputy again was fired for using excessive force. In other news, two L.A. deputies are fighting for their lives after being shot multiple times as a man walked up to a patrol car, a parked patrol car, shot them multiple times. The two officers shot were uh, was a 31-year-old female, mother of six-year-old boy, and her partner on duty, 24-year-old, shot multiple times as now well. Now, this That's guy, too. his ass got to go to prison. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. No, ain't nobody yes, against yes. police officers. No, we're Not against like police that. brutality. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories at 20 m- minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so there's another tropical storm hurricane in the Gulf, Carla. Is is this is, is this right? Is this correct? Yes, Hurricane Tropical Storm Sally. Yes, mm. it's a Category 2 right now. And right now. Um, it's off the coast of Florida, now heading towards Louisiana, right outside New Orleans, oh, uh, Morgan, Morgan City. Those areas are mm-hmm. really big with off oil, you know, rigs and, and, and offshore drilling is what I'm mm-hmm, trying to say. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. a big area there, M- Mississippi. So everyone is on alert. They're saying that that storm can make landfall by Tuesday. So again, oh, y'all know the drill, you know the routine. Yeah. Evacuate, listen to your uh, local officials and authorities, be safe. And, you know, it's it's late in the season, but it's here. Ooh. It's still September. Hurricane season it's is real not over. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's not it over until real. November. So. All right, thanks, Carla. So from hurricanes, we go to wildfires. Uh, the death toll continues to rise in the West as fires rage on in California and other states. At least 17 people in Oregon, California, and Washington have now died. Over 3 million acres have been burned, and tens of thousands of residents have been evacuated. Fires have destroyed thousands of structures, and dozens keep raging. Uh, global warming is real, people, so protect the planet, and we got to vote. That's it. We, vote. Uh, yeah. we have a president that doesn't believe in global warming. There you I go, know. Steve. I know. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, today, September 14th, starts a brand new season of Steve's Facebook TV show. It's called Brand. Steve on Watch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations to you again, Steve. Season uh, so, two. Yeah, season two, right? So, Steve, yeah. you did an interview with Entertainment Tonight's host, Kevin Frazier, about the new season of Steve on Watch. Now, this time around, you're taping it from your home. Take a listen. His new show was in the middle of its first season when COVID hit. Now, he's shooting season two from his house in Atlanta. Are you going to get sick of them folks after a while? Are you going to be like, get out of nah. my house? Hey, man, you don't understand. I'm so happy to see these people. <laughs> hey, dog, I've been in quarantine since March. Safety is a priority. Steve, his on-site staff, and crew all get weekly COVID tests. What part of your house are we in? Well, this is the downstairs. The wall that you're on right now actually mm-hmm. is the studio wall. Mm-hmm. And then when I pick one of the studio members to talk to, it shows up in your camera where you are. And then around the corner is Cigar Lounge, Golf Room, Putting I saw. Hold on, I saw that on your social media that you had the indoor little chipping putting range. Is that right? You have a little golf, indoor golf area? Yeah, just a little one. Shout out to Kevin Frazier. So how was it, Steve, taping from your home and everything? How was what? <laughs> 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 no, it was... It was Oh, that was, oh, rich ass! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it was it was it was, it was like really cool. I, th- I think the way they got it set up, because we used a uh, viral audience, you know, so we had like fifty oh. audience members up on screen, zooming from their house, oh, from Canada, all across the United States. 
you know. Yeah, so you like the, so you like the NBA then? You like the NBA? You yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. bubble, right? Tom? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and that's it, Carla. We was in the bubble, so it's like doing it in the bubble, you know. But I'm gonna tell you what I am getting tired of these damn COVID tests. And here's what I learned about the COVID test. See, the COVID testing is a new science, right? Because it just started this year. Everybody don't know two people do the COVID test the same. What do you mean? mean, Listen, I've taken I've taken at least sixteen COVID tests. Okay. At least sixteen. Because I I gotta take two a week for Facebook, Mm. and I gotta take two a week for uh, Family Family Feud. Feud. Gotcha. Okay, but okay, before okay. I go to Facebook on that Thursday, they come over and they take it. So I take three in one week sometimes, sometimes four in a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I don't like it, man. I'm just going to be honest with you because no two people do it the same. Mm-hmm. I had this one dude, he does one nostril, sticks it all the way up in there, holds it for 10 seconds, and, and they go just, and some people just go too far. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. And Steve, when we come back, we'll give a, a tribute to Irvish Bell, who passed away last week. He does the theme music, of course, to your closing remarks. At 49 After, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, we say every day around this time, 50 days left until the November 3rd election. So please go to vote.org and get registered so you can be ready. Find out when early voting time comes in your state so you can vote, okay? We have work to do. It is not done. It is not over. Go to vote.org. Yeah. And Steve, um, wow, some sad news to report uh, one of the co-founders of a group, Cool in the Gang. Um, well, he passed away last week at 68, uh, last Wednesday morning, uh, to be exact, at his home in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, he had his wife by his side, and um, no cause of death has been reported. But, I mean, Cool yeah. in the Gang. He was in that age group. At my prom in 74, Mm-hmm. Hollywood Swangers and Jungle Boogie was the jam <laughs> at the prom in 74. Oh, it was lit. The, the greatest song and then Summer Madness, man, is just a cold classic. Will Smith redid it, but the Cool in the Gang version of Summer Madness is that you'll hear in a second during closing, which we should just play now because this is what he created this was his jam man cool in the gang made this this was the cut man everybody had it blasted in their car man driving down the street man this was the cut so rest in peace uh it's sort of crazy man i've met all these people man and they're losing them it's so so sad to see because the musical genius and the musical talent of these people is it's it's unmatched it's just unmatched man because they came up here in the air it's 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 like it's like the Patti LaBelle and uh, Gladys Knight tribute uh, battle. I mean, you're talking about legends, man. These women, 76 Queens. years old. Yes. You're talking about and mm-hmm. flat out, still got it. They look so good Yeah. L- last, last night. They look yes. so oh, beautiful. Good, like queens. Yeah. Queens, queens. After, queens. Hit, after yes. hit, after hit. That type of class, man, it's hard to come by. It's not. That's not that it don't exist anymore. It's just hard to come by. And if you can have the careers that these women had, 
that's that's a testament to 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 just real talent, man. Uh, I'm gonna do something before I tell you about voting. Uh, I wanted to uh, take a positive moment for everybody today because, you know, look, man, we all uh, are dealing with so many things. Look, the COVID is real, man. The uh, the election is real. The turmoil in this country is real. Black Lives Matter is real. Breonna Taylor is real. George Floyd is real. This is crazy, man, this time we live in. But I want to give you something on a positive note today to try to help you out. Uh, somebody sent this to me, and I uh, always like sharing positive stuff with my audience to try to keep your head above it. And listen to this real careful. It says, begin your day with an I get to. Listen to me careful. Begin your day by saying, I get to. I get to. And say that to yourself mentally instead of waking up and saying, I have to. Replace I have to with I get to. It changes your whole thought process throughout today. I get to go to work. I get to have a busy day. Whatever it may be, man, I get to see and talk to my kids today. I get a chance to drive to work today. See, we often dress up our opportunities as stress. Are you listening to me? We often dress up our opportunities as stress, but they are in fact blessings. The fact that you get to go to work is a blessing instead of I have to go to work. I get to do my job today instead of I have to do my job today. I get to talk to my family today instead of I have to talk to my family today. I get to be grateful today instead of I have to be grateful. I get to go down there today instead of I got to go down there. Get to changes the process and it starts your day off on a positive note. I just want to share that with you, man. Start your days off by saying, I get to instead of I have to. It mentally prepares you for a day of opportunities and stop dressing your opportunities up into stress. I get to is a lot pleasant thought than I got to. All right? I just want to share that with you. Now, to the business at hand, voting. I talk about it every day. I cannot stop. This country is in turmoil. This country ain't sitting right right now. If you think this country's sitting right right now, there's something wrong with you. COVID is a global pandemic that has affected America like it's affected no other country or region. We lead in the world in cases. We lead the world in deaths. But we're supposed to be the powerhouse, the richest, the best. Something is wrong with our nation. It is really something wrong. And on top of all of that, we can't get them to understand that black lives do really matter. They got so many anti-slogans to combat that, man. Why you just won't leave the slogan alone? Why you got to come back with blue lives matter, all lives matter? We ain't saying they don't, but just could ours count like everybody else's. And they keep on doing it to us. They just did it at Clayton County again, man. They have no disregard. They are under a climate of they can get away with this. So they got a president that's backing them. He got to go. Vote.org. Vote.org. 
Get your ballots in. Early voting is available now. Let's vote early and let's vote, vote, vote. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 